are sad sheets. I like to pee outdoors. You should follow me on Twitter. Let's watch. It's jokes to car Not duh like duh. Oh, that's funny. It's duh like French. So it's jokes to Carl. Follow me now. Hello, welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. I'm Mike Spiegelman. I prefer Mike. Uh, welcoming you to episode 16. And uh, if you've been following every episode, good for you. Let me uh, congratulate you. Uh, and if you're not, welcome. This is, if you're just listening to the podcast, I have to give you fair warning. This is only half the show. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube every week, and we encourage you to watch the movie while you listen to the podcast for maximum entertainment value. Speaking of maximum entertainment value, on the phone, calling from... Were you okay from that bomb in New Jersey? Uh, yeah, we're oh, fine. Phew. Okay, thank God. Carl yeah. Halt, uh, who you yeah. just heard sing the theme song. Carl, this is the first time I heard the song. I asked you specifically <laughs> to bring up the website and information about the show and not to plug your Twitter. How dare you? It was a shameless plug, and I do apologize. Well, do you, do you mind if, uh, let's just, let's right now uh, go ahead and we'll uh, <clears throat> do this again. Uh, so, uh, here we go. Let's watch all right, so on cue, let's give you some, let's give the real information, Carl. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Hi, I'm Carl. Um, hi, I'm Carl. Uh, my turn on dog. No. No. I often see outdoors. No. It's one of my favorite things. No. I'm a Leo. No. And you should follow me on Twitter. No. What? What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm part of the, I, I believe in the no but uh, rule of comedy of improv. Uh, here we go. My daughter loves this song, by the way. I have a photo of her grinning ear to ear listening to it. Yeah, Karen uh, Karen put that out there. That was. Uh... Yeah, she likes to take photographs. My wife likes to take uh, pretty photographs of life's moments when we don't want to really photograph. Uh, so anyway, uh, Carl Helped from New Jersey, um, best friend, uh, songwriter extraordinaire, wrote the theme song to this podcast. So if you're a podcast, contact Carl. I wish I knew your Twitter handle so they can contact you. I just don't know at this time. Well, it's, um, it's jokes and then D-E like French, jokes to Carl. Right. I mean, it sounds like duh, which is appropriate. Which is, which, that's funny. <laughs> I like how you say that oh but that's funny is it is it Carl that's why I have you on the show is it funny one man's opinion <laughs> fuck their opinion uh, so anyway we, uh, we are here uh, because my friend uh, our special co-host Carl Halp is on hogging the phone line you will not be able to call us but I do encourage you if you're listening to the show so far and you are in minute three of this two hour podcast you can call us directly we tape the show Sundays live, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's West Time, Western Coast Time. Uh, but that's that's 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, East Coast Time. And uh, so you could always call the show, and I will put you on the air, and you could ask me a question, and I will be on the podcast. And if you're listening live, 
Well, then you know you're listening to MutinyRadio.fm, uh, where we broadcast from this beautiful downtown location. It's not downtown. Uh, every Sunday at 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And before we start the show, Carl, yes. people can catch up. The best way to follow the show is to follow the RSS feed or go to the website of Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com where I'll have the movie embedded along with the audio of the podcast so you can watch and experience it at the same time. So, you know, or finally, if I may, we're on iTunes by our initials. So go ahead and uh, subscribe to iTunes. Look us up at L-W-A-F-L-M-W. No, wait, that's fucked up. Let me do it again. It's uh, L-W-A-F-L-M-W. L-M-O-Y-T. So that's all you have to do. It's very simple. All right, so Carl, uh, as you know, uh, because uh, you're my only listener, don't answer. Uh, (laughs) The way we do this show is that I encourage you, the audience, to join me, and together we will watch a full-length movie on YouTube. So the first step, please, go to YouTube, whether it's on your laptop, your desktop, your mobile device, your tablet, your game system. Unnecessary sentence. What's that? Game system? <laughs> but but I'm on YouTube. Go ahead. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and do it too. Well, Carl and I uh, grew up in a town called Montclair, New Jersey, which uh, is where Stephen Colbert lives now. So God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, during the '80s, this is before Stephen Colbert moved into town. Back when our celebrities were Yogi Bear. Right? Didn't Yogi Berra, right. Right. Big one. He was a big celebrity. Uh, the, uh, a friend of ours from, well, I knew him from high school, and he made a movie in high school that was about high school kids in Montclair. So yeah. uh, I could be a be- much better podcaster by contacting the director directly and asking him <laughs> to join the show. Him. But, uh, oh, yeah, I have to just, all I have to do is go to his homepage, I'm sure. But I, th- I figured it this way. I've been dying to get you on the show, Carl. This is all shot on locations we know, mm-hmm. and uh, I send out a requ- uh, an invite, invite, an invitation to the director, Jordan Allen. Uh, if you do hear this, I am, will reach out to you after this show. I would love to have you on the show, and we could do another movie. I've seen you've done a bunch of movies since uh, the one from high school. I'll be happy to do one if it's on YouTube, or I'll be glad to do this movie again, because this movie is great. We want this movie as many times as possible. So, Carl, <laughs> let's let's pop the cherry of this movie. How, how classy is that? Uh, it is a film from I think '86 or '87. Not to show no, my age. Isn't it much earlier? Uh, well, you hey. Yeah. It's in the mid '80s. That's right. Yeah, mid '80s. I mean, who knows when this film was released? Uh, so the film is called Terminal Bliss. You heard me right. We want to type into the search engine of YouTube, Terminal Bliss, and I'm going to go ahead. And type off my terminal. Terminal. And I see it says Terminal Bliss. Bliss. So you know what? Uh, I do see Terminal Bliss, and I see a French version. Why yeah. don't we go with that? So, so it's, it's all a, French. Uh, it's a film avec Luc Perry, which there you go. We buried the lead. This film stars Luke Perry. And this is right before he made it big on television that he did this movie. And 
God, Lord knows it was on every video shelf and every video yeah, store. Jordan, he hit the lottery yeah, by he did. picking Luke Perry, and then Luke Perry went on to and be doing famous. It. I haven't spoken to the director since high school, and I have nothing but good things to say about him. He was a really great guy, really Me funny too. guy, and he made some really cool videos. Uh, one where he was shaving, which it, they showed at a school auditorium, and another one where they played the then uh, current Depeche Mode song, Blasphemous Rumors. He played that over shots of the gravestones in the cemetery, and the school went nuts. It was great. <laughs> so, And I, I took a AV class with him, and we all have mutual friends with him. So he's a good guy. That's why I'm happy to do this film as many times as possible. So let's go ahead and start it up. Uh, click. Now wait, now wait. Yeah, yeah. How do we know that we're on the same one? Okay, Mine so. Mine ends in AU4, my, my link, my URL. Okay, well, yeah, that's a good, yeah, same here, actually. What a great way to do it. I would also say this is courtesy of our good friend, uh, Dai Dai Po Ho 4, who 4. It's Diddy. Diddy Po, you're not his friend like me. Diddy Po Who. Diddy Poho, you know what? It's taking a while for this fucker to buffer. It's still buffering. <laughs> All right, so I'm just going to hang out. I'm going to have to kill time. I'm sorry, Carl, but I'm going to buffer. Well, then let buffer. me say something about Terminal Bliss. Yeah, uh, yeah, please do. Okay, so I, like Michael, was fortunately or unfortunately spent a lot of time in Montclair, New Jersey. And right. this person was in our high school, and he was really into film. He really wanted to be a Steven Spielberg. I mean, he had a lust for it, you know, and... He sort of competed with Tom, you know Tom, and kind of beat him. As a matter of fact, uh, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! We haven't even started this movie, and you're already stirring of like kitty litter quantities of shit. Uh, okay, listen, look, there's no, this movie. There's, wait, I gotta yeah. tell you. Okay. Tom, Tom, and Jordan were gonna do a movie together. This okay? is so unnecessary. And then they had, I don't know, creative differences or something. So they had a competition. They would both make their own version of the movie. Jordan's kicked butt, man. Tom's was good. I like Tom's a lot. The effort went into it. It was you know, it all, all the rules. Jesus Christ. But Jordan hit the movie rules. You know, he he had the act turns, and he had a great ending. Oh, uh, well, this good is... things to say about Jordan. Okay, so let's just uh, quickly say that we are going to start this movie. Uh, I wanted to keep this as Switzerland as possible, but uh, we're talking about our good friend Tom Kroll, who uh, has done uh, is in film production and has done some stuff. And in high school, had a friendly competition, competitive uh, uh, going with Jordan Allen. Okay, so that's great. Jordan Allen's great. Let's start his film. I, I see it's up for me. I see Distant Horizon and and not a sing presents. So I have it at two seconds. So here I'm going to start from the beginning. Fuck this shit. There we go. I started it. I gotta go plug in. Well, you gotta tell me a countdown and the audience too. I just we'll started. All right, I just started it. Zero. I just started. I'm gonna start again then. All right, zero, three, and zero, and we'll get back to zero. Three, two, one. Let's start this movie. Distant horizon. Yeah, which is right in front of us. But it's so, it is. <laughs> uh, terminal it's Bliss. This is very 80s. Oh, here we go. We got a narrator. I'm in, the, I'm in the studio here, and I'm going to be listening off the headphones of the speaker. So this is a young man thinking about, I don't know, he's looking at his cock, I guess. Is that, is that Luke Perry? No, that is not Luke Perry. Not yet. 
He's easy on the eyes. Thank God. I don't. I can't sit through an hour and a half movie movie list. Oh, hmm. Reflexive. Reflexive. Reflective. So yeah, you see, Jordan was smart enough to do things like that. You see sunset? the movie setting here. Yeah. Now this is South Jersey. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> there's a boat in the water. This is a very beautiful sunset. It's natural lighting. As uh, Oh, here we go. This is what we're talking about. The game called Lacrosse. Montclair and Lacrosse is the greatest thing in the world. So there he is. He's got Montclair's color. And they're probably playing at that field by the ice skating rink. Edgemont, was it? or? No, it's not really no. Edgemont. No, it was like... Chestnut. Chestnut, maybe. I remember across the street from this field, there was it's a little hill. Best, this is the best cinematography of the entire film. It's all, not that it's bad, but it's all downhill from here. What that do you, last shot you saw was it's the best best shot of this film, that lacrosse live action. There's Luke Perry. There's Luke the Perry wearing Montclair High School colors. Yeah. And there's girlfriend who's going to, you'll see. I have to tell a lot of people from high school that's not me. That's Luke Perry. It's just that, you know, we both were very popular Montclair High School lacrosse players and yeah. easy on the eyes. I like to wear smudges underneath my eyes. Right. It's very important to put, when you play lacrosse to put little markings under your eyes. Yeah, for the glare of the sun. You know, you're right, Mike. I mean, I used to get that all the time. People would say, like, are you Luke Perry's friend? I was like, no, that's, <laughs> that's Mike Spiegelman. He's, he's good, too. Now, did you wear sideburns? And during, did you con- self-consciously shave them off during the whole Luke Perry era? I was not into Luke Perry or 90120. And... I lived on Burnside Street. I never had sideburns. But didn't you, like, go to a bar and see everybody with sideburn? No? No. Are, is there a story I tell? No. no. Look and see the guy on the left, on, yeah. the, on the back there. Yeah. He's, like, the druggie of the film. And he goes on, too, to do some acting in Hollywood. But it's very... He goes away fast. But wow, you are so cool. He got a shot. He had a shot. Wow, you were, you're a realist. You just uh, break it down. <laughs> I like to say everyone's a nice guy everyone's talented I wish them all the best of luck <laughs> you guys are E-level star now the, re- the, re- the reason this movie came out is because of Luke Perry he made this yeah, full length movie in high school and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then uh, he showed this movie you know were you there for the opening at Montclair High no I was not I have a, I have a couple stories like at the Claridge or something they had, I think it was at the Claridge, yes, it was at the Claridge, and there was a post-movie party down the street on Bloomfield at the Gothic Industrial Record Store T-Shirt Emporium, which was nice. the first time I'd been there, and I actually, after the show, movie was shown at the after party, I stole the T-Shirt from the uh, Gothic Industrial t- uh, uh, Record Store. And wow. So a couple of days later, I felt pretty bad, and I went back in there, and I said, look, you know, I was at a party. Things got crazy. I stole your shirt, and I just wanted to give it back. <laughs> Mike, you honest? <laughs> Goodness. But, all right, so this is how they – so this guy who ran it, he's, you know, a pretty earnest guy. who's was running a business in Montclair. God bless him. Uh, everything in the store was overpriced, and everything in the store was super rare albums and super Including specific – well, there was a couple other shops there. There was a vintage clothing store, of course, next door. Uh, and everyone there was heavily tattooed. In fact, there was a, a hipster barber shop. And I used to try to get, like, fades. By the way, they're showing George Washington Bridge. They're bridge and tunnel kids. 
They're high school kids, and they go out clubbing. It's a helicopter shot. Jordan really went to town. He was like, I'm going to be Steven Spielberg. Now, make no mistake about it. This movie stinks. But Jordan, Jordan rocks, man. My only... My only complaint about this movie is that it does have a little detached feeling to it. I mean, we have about 30 people, 50 people in this scene, and it doesn't feel like it. It feels like it's staged. Do you know what I mean? Like it has, yeah. but, but not to say it's bad. It's it's coherent, and uh, it is kind of telling the story. But the story ultimately is these ultra-rich teenage kids, white kids from the suburbs, that even if it's my suburb, I can't relate to it. You know, I, I have, I've never been a bright, slight, big city uh, Brett Easton Ellis, what was the one? Less than zero. You know, this is kind of the yeah. genre that this film is peddling is the less than zero uh, uh, effectless rich kids. Yeah, what, what Jordan does here is he makes Montclair, instead of an upper middle class neighborhood, he, he bumps it up into like the children of rich doctors and lawyers. Like he gave our town socioeconomic <laughs> really there right you know and and i would even go as far as to say uh uh there was there was a lot of people who lived in montclair it wasn't just like upper middle class you know what i mean it, it there was right. yeah it covered a lot i mean you know back when we lived there i'm sure it's a little change might have changed a bit but there was plenty you you were a cab driver you drove all through the town you, you knew it was yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and there was south end south end was poor and working class, and Montclair was middle class, upper Montclair, upper middle class. You're right, the whole spectrum is there. Yeah, so, but this this movie is portraying like a very, the children of the uber-rich of the town. I wouldn't say uber, but yes. Well, I mean, uber didn't exist back then. It must have been wheat germ and uh, Rubik's yeah, Cubes. True. Yeah, <laughs> Where they made their money from. <laughs> The worst is that they're the uh, children of the Lyft rich, which is not very rich in retrospect. Not as much as Uber rich. Like children of lawyers and doctors and professionals. Yeah, but there's no, you know, this is in this genre and it's in this movie, there's no parents. I don't recall any parents. They live in a world well, without actually, parents. Well, actually, the guy's going to be a jerk and try to kill his mom. There is a parent in this one. She's, she's sunbathing in one of those artificial sunbathing things. Do we see and mom boobies? What's that? There's no mom. Uh, you know I'm into MILF, so is there like MILF t- titties in this movie? Uh, there is. Uh, there was no such thing as a MILF at the time, but there is a <laughs> mother that I... <laughs> yeah. So he goes and he turns up the hot tub on her, like all the way up. Ooh, like, like a lobster. Yeah, like oh, they're doing coke. Coke seven minutes into this movie. Yeah, see, that's another thing that just was not in Montclair High. You know? Montclair High did not do coke. Unless, I mean, not I was, in, I am full I disclosure, I was definitely, I would be honored to be considered a freak or geek in my high school, but I was much lower escalon than we did not have cocaine uh, at parties. Smoky parties. Okay, so now Luke, you see, Luke is trying to get this girl, and when he doesn't get the girl, it's real. In towards the, you know, as the movie progresses, he's real hurt. <laughs> he's like, you know, he's like, you know, when like when the Bee Gees break up, it's like everything is crying, crying. Right. So he even gets with the younger daughter, uh, the younger uh, sister. Well, I won't ruin it. No, you can ruin it. So you, you, you've actually watched this movie before. 
as many like, times. Many times. But you also watched it as like homework before this broadcast. Uh, actually, Mike, I didn't. Good, Remember we good. exchanged yeah, those yeah. texts? Yeah. And you were like, I didn't rewatch it, and I was like, let it, you know, yeah. don't. Yeah, it's better fresh, and all of this is coming right back as I watch. I mean, I know the whole. It's, you know, part of this podcast is that there's a lot of great movies that you hear about, you read about, and you see in documentaries, but you never actually sit through it. And part of the reason is that they're kind of hard to sit through. So <laughs> we're, we're riffing, but we're also, we want to make sure together to make it through Terminal Bliss. And by the way, uh, oh, you know, uh, there's a new movie out. Uh, did you hear about the, the movie about Sully Sullenberger that just came out? It's Which called, one, please? It's called Terminal Miss. Because the plane missed the terminal and went into the water. Terminal miss. Oh, yeah, with Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, with Tom Hanks and directed by yeah. Clint Eastwood. Uh, also, did you hear about the uh, movie about the rabbi who accidentally killed a baby? No. Oh, no. Terminal. Backseat of the car. Terminal, terminal. briss. Oh. <laughs> You neglected to carry me. She was a bleeder. <laughs> gross. Oh, speaking of gross, they're doing it in a bathroom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the oh, lava yeah, lamps. There's always lava lamps in the bathroom. Don't you hate that? Uh, they're, look, look. I mean, their acting is like, they're fucking right now. And they, they look like they're waiting for the train or something. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Terminal miss. Okay, but I saw this many different times in my life and right did you jerk off, how many times younger. did you jerk off at the scene <laughs> i i'm not trying to be a prude but zero but oh. I'm saying, <laughs> you're sitting there watching the movie it's boing <laughs> boing oh that's me the audience watching intently yeah, I really like that terminal myth like i figure that out but nobody knows terminal bliss so it's yeah, well, we're making the people watching this show. And by the way, uh, you know when it stings? When you, when okay, you, now, which school is that? that I'm is, sorry to interrupt you, Mike, but... Oh, I was going to say Terminal Piss, but thank God you did it. That's, I don't no, know. That's not a Montclair school, is it? That, see, that's the thing. Uh, it really... It, it has to be, but... No, but I don't remember a bench in the middle of a sidewalk. Oh, there's Luke Perry. He looks handsome, man. I mean... It's day after. Oh, right. Oh, wait, no, there's Luke Perry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he looks incredibly handsome, more so than when he was in uh, 90210. He must have, like, peaked in high school. He's... Now, look at yeah, this. I the guess. camera's going up the aisle of the classroom. Oh, Jordan knows his... He had a dolly. I, I wasn't there for it, but he had one of those, like, train tracks. I saw his equipment, you know. Uh, I have to reach out to the director. I, I figure we're, we're starting so much stuff, and I'll be happy to, to keep going showing this movie over week after week in the and week out. Is, I would have never opened my mouth about Tom. You shouldn't have said his last name had I known anybody was going to hear this. <laughs> it's only live and then archives Tom and pocket. Tom is my friend still to today. If he thought, knew that, I thought that Jordan won the movie. Oh, guys, got to let it go. I mean, that was like 30 years ago. <laughs> oh, I'm ready to let it go, but Tom, he still lives there. All right. Okay. Well, uh, he hears that. I'll be up a creek, too. You know, maybe we should look, you know, maybe we should do some fair play, and at the end, we could watch something that Tom posted. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> or something uh, we posted, which is nothing, uh, so. 
So right now we're at the Montclair High School, and there is a teacher who is probably one happy local actress getting some work. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and they are talking about, I don't know, dust? <laughs> Half the kids are wearing sunglasses in school. It's a cool school. School of rock. <laughs> that's that's short, and the art directed the blank out of it. I wish you could rewind, because if you look no, at that shot, it's perfectly composed. You know, he had the punk kids looking on. Yeah, right. Oh, it see is how it? he went to Luke, and you saw Luke's emotion. Cut to Jordan knows what he's doing, man. Too bad this movie stinks, because it shouldn't. Now, how come this stinks? Like, let's uh, is the plot? Uh, have they got to the plot yet? Um, the reason it stinks is because it isn't done. Uh, it's not in the real world, and you can feel it. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. Say it's um. People have emotional reactions that they probably wouldn't really. I don't know how to describe it. It's not real life. It's, it's, it is. I mean, it is a little heightened. It is kind of melodramatic, and uh, but for me, it's it's a just a, it's a little too hermetically sealed. It's a little. Too, it feels like it's in a vacuum. But yeah. I, yeah. But I also. It's like a socially awkward film because it was scripted that way. Right. Uh, people are saying stuff they shouldn't and reacting in ways that they, you know, he shouldn't have been so deeply in love with her. They hardly had a thing. And he goes on to, like, uh, R-A-P-E, the younger sister. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, there's I mean, your trigger warning. I didn't realize. He wants to kill the mother, you know, and he's turning off the, the heat. It's just... Well, killing mother the is fine. The just... not good is because it's, like, made by people in another country with a different culture, because... It's just you watch this thing and and it's it just wouldn't be that way in real life. No, that's how I feel. Is the narrator the R A P I S T? Uh, Luke Perry is the. Oh, okay, but who's narrating, Luke? Nobody's narrating. It's the French overdub. You get the fuck out of here! I, I by the way, full disclosure, I half listened to these movies. Uh, <laughs> oh, hacky sack! Look at that! Back in the day, that's a classic sack. That's a 30-year-old sack you're watching on screen. That guy's sack, 30 years old. Has I've got it... to fast-forward a little. No, no, we're still on. By the way, if you're w still watching this, we're at 15 minutes and 15 seconds. 15, look at that Look at that back. park bench. It looks like you, like a giant could press down on that, that stone bench, and then like it'll go into the ground and open up a secret layer. Yeah, man. Okay, do you see her now? That's the mom. Where? Her? Oh, you don't. Okay. What what time are you on? Uh, okay, I am at 15 minutes and 43 seconds. I'm looking at a full-on Luke. I'm getting a Luker. Look, these girls don't like Luke Perry. What's the fuck wrong with you, Montclair? <laughs> it's Luke. Tell me when you get to 1621. Uh, okay, audience. We still have 23 seconds, at least by my clock. So I'm going to riff this. He's taking acid? Ecstasy? Oh, there's the mom. That's okay, the mom? She's taking What's the same time? pill. God, I'm so jealous. I want a pill. I have six, 16. 16, six, 16, 16 20. All right, 21, 22, rear. 23. Oh, so he walks in and there's the mom. 
That's like Valley Girl, and uh, Valley Girl has a big joke about that. Do you remember that movie? I remember Valley. Maybe I don't remember it as well as you. Well, the, the joke is that uh, a teenage boy, a high school boy, is interested in this girl, and he, his her hot mom kind of flirts with him, and he decides to go to the house, and uh, he enters the house, and then you see someone approaching the house and you know he's getting hot and heavy and you're like, oh no, the teenage daughter is going to come in and he's bonking the mom. Right. And it's the opposite. The mom comes in and disappointingly sees this guy having sex with her, is her daughter. Or oh. sorry. So that's the joke. Uh, yeah. Some Let's, pills deserve to be made. You see her in the, do you see her in the sun tanning? Yeah. What's your time? Oh, I have all the time in the world. It's 17, 25, 27. Okay, thank you. He's, he's, so this is the French talking? Yeah. This is a very dramatic scene. If you were American, you would appreciate the subtle beauty of this film. <laughs> That's my French voice. <laughs> Your French voice is your Michael voice. So are you telling me that dipshit who for whose ugly mug is on the corner of this video the entire time is adding like French dub to explain the film or is this how they actually they show this film someone in France saw a film where they I, I get it like if I'm watching a porno that's shot in like Switzerland and they have like you know f and so they walk into the room and they uh, they're Wait, going, he's to, going to he's going to turn up the this is how Jordan makes it dramatic he's approaching yeah so this this looks like a. Um, oh, he's back down again. God, this looks like a country house. There was a, a inn, like that had. A, I used to work as a waiter. It was in Montclair. It was a big old house that had a, a restaurant on the porch. Well, this is a third floor. You know, the one in Montclair Colonial houses where it is the 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 ceiling is the roof, so it's a triangle. You see how it's yeah. angled? He's at the third floor of. Oh, there's the ghost girl from Poltergeist making an appearance in Terminal Bliss. She haunts every film. You can see her in every window. So, yeah, this is a good shot. I mean, this looks like there's people in the room. There's a harps accord. I'm going to have some harp action. Here we go. Harpy. You harpy. You know what you call a woman who plays the harp? A harpy. Um, not an angel? <laughs> if they, yeah, if they kill me for that joke and I, I go to heaven, then yes. Oh, look at this. Okay, so I'm frustrated that I'm not on your time. What do you what mean? What is your time? Okay. I'm at 1813. I'm at 1930. Okay. I'll tell you what. Why don't you get ready to get it to exactly to 20 minutes, okay? Okay. I'll tell you what's happening. Luke and this girl are having a talk. And there's a, a teenage boy wearing a suit and tie overwatching it. That's another thing. No one really dresses this way. At the time. Right. And even in the day, you look at this and think, oh, it's 80s style. Listen, tell me when it's 20 minutes and four seconds. All right. All right. You have it on 20. I'll, I'll tell you. No, 20 and nine seconds. 20 and nine seconds. I'm sorry. And count Three, down. Three, two, one. Now. 20 and 10. Yep. I'm at 10, 8, 13, but it doesn't really matter. Okay, there's a, a, a ceiling fan going on, right? Yeah, there's two ceiling fans up there. Nothing but now, ceiling. Do you see how he made this establishing shot and he considered those fans? This guy was good, man. 
He just needed somebody else's script. You know, somebody I have. Else's. Yeah, he needs someone else's script. I think he also. Uh, at the heart of this movie, what is it about? Kids like. Um, it's about a kid falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. Self-destructing, and that's not a very good, uplifting. Oh no! And that's... he falls apart for dumb reasons. So I don't know. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's dumb. It's. It's, it doesn't yeah. connect. It's not accessible reasons, I guess. Terminal Bliss is good for all the great things around. Oh, look at that. So that's someone, that's him, right? That, that's the dude who went on to do uh, two other Hollywood films in which he was that guy, exactly that druggy hippie guy. With the bandana and stuff? And the little neck beard? Uh, I don't remember if he literally was. It's the same, but that bandana actually, and not to get him bitter, uh, went on to bigger and better things. He did, that bandana did four movies in Hollywood. <laughs> he was an Air Bud, the original. Uh, the bandana was uh, the Rock Word and, and the remake of Walking Tall. That was his bandana, that bandana. So, you know. I think the amphitheater will appear, and I think this is the amphitheater. This is Montclair High Amphitheater. Possible we're at the amphitheater. Yeah. Well, let's take look a look. The... Well, that beach umbrella is not usually there. Well, it's, he, it's Jordan doing a that, but it could be wrong. Uh, let's see. This might be our high school, and the high school has an outdoor amphitheater, which is a little descending steps. It's really one of the only things that's really cool about our high, our high school. Not true. This high school, any fan of The Soprano knows that in the last shot, the uh, the, the last ten minutes of the Sopranos finale, Tony Jr. drops picks up his girlfriend in Monker High. Oh, that's Anybody? clearly not the amphitheater. No, this is some private house. Well, I guess the swimming pool is a giveaway. Is not our high school. <laughs> <laughs> wow god he's yeah. so young see he's smug he's like what do you want you know parent of this girl oh yeah so that's right we but, finally see the meet the parents he thinks he's like you have a bright future and a great thing yeah we'll see we'll see <laughs> oops hey that was cool you hear that yeah Ah. Listen, um, this explosions that happened here. Right. Yeah, I want you to know I'm completely safe. I mean, there's no way that I... they're going to, you know, connect me in any way. <laughs> uh, well, I was smart about it. I knew yeah. you were safe when I heard a bomb exploded at a, a uh, marathon, and I said, "Oh, well, the cross." Good, I'm not. <laughs> That's a good one. Like, <laughs> it was a foot race. I said, "Yeah, he's out there." Wouldn't even be there to take pictures. <laughs> Uh, we are recording this live, of course. We're live on muniradio.fm. Here's September 18th, and uh, uh, the day after explosions hit New York and uh, New Jersey. And when I heard about New Jersey, because, you know, I grew up in, New Jer- in northern New Jersey, I, I said, where did it happen? And they said, Jersey Shore. And I said, oh, yeah, never mind. Oh, all right. Jer- South Jersey? Okay. Did you see him lighting a J? He's lighting a J. That's a classic J. That's a pre-98 Buddha roll, uh, weed. <laughs> There's a weed uh, here in San Francisco called pre-98 Bo- 
but a Buddha. Oh, really? It's the strain they used. Earthy. It's the, the strain of weed they grew before 1998, before they fucked it up. Were there seeds in it? No, it's good. It's really good. That's the that's the sad thing. It's a joke, the name, but it's good. No, but you I, remember we used to. There used to be seeds all throughout it, and it would taste very earthy. I mean, it was grown in the ground. Well, that's why you would have to roll a joint, because you would have to stop and break it down and remove all the stems and seeds, and at that point, yep. you just might as well put it into a paper. Right. That's exactly what. Did you ever get lazy and just do it? And then the seeds would pop. Sure. It would pop. It would like pop rocks. Close <laughs> your joint. Yeah. Oh, so he's getting a present. Let's see what he got. It's a brand new car. Come on down. Take the box. Take take the box. Don't go for the car. Or you could have what's in this box. He's pretending. So I don't know any kid like this. I was never at a party like this. No, see, this, that's what I'm saying about Montclair. He took Montclair and upped it, mm-hmm. you know? They've got ballets out front. Now, you know there was that stretch of Upper Mountain Road and right, there were. Highland Avenue, and there were people up there. You mentioned one celebrity, but we had a lot of them, right? Yeah. Um, but it just wasn't this place. Uh, Kelly Savalas, did you... Who was fam- who's famous in Montclair? Oh, you know who... Uh, Olympia Dukakis. Olympia Dukakis, and her, right? And her husband, uh, Louis. Uh, oh Louis Pasteur. Louis Pasteur. He uh, created uh, penicillin, I believe. Right. Yeah. He uh, created the farm pasture. In the movie Dirty Roddy Scoundrels, he shows up as a guy who gets suckered. He he's probably best known Muppets Take Manhattan. He was the uh, diner owner, and that's uh, Louis Zorich. And he was, he was good friends with my father, my late father. They used to take the bus to New York all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and we knew, we knew the kids. Their, their kids went to the high school. And there were others. Uh, there was that, not Glover, Danny Glover. Uh, there was a drummer named... Well, Joe Walsh mm-hmm. grew... You know, Montclair was probably more Joe known Walsh, for, the, yeah. for the people who lived in the town and grew up in the town. Joe Walsh grew up in Montclair. Uh, yeah. Buzz Aldrin... Uh, a lot of 30 Rock references. Montclair, New Jersey gets mentioned in a bunch of movies. Uh, the Guilt Trip. Barbara Streisand lives in Montclair. That's where Seth Rogen comes and picks her up. Which film? The Guilt Trip. Oh, oh, that recent one with uh, yes. whatever. Logan. Yeah. Yeah, so she, he grew up in Montclair. Her mom's house is in Montclair. And there was that um, movie with Susan Sarandon, like The Witness or The Client. What was it? Maybe the client. And there was the one with Brad Pitt and and Han Solo. Uh, oh, the Devil's Own that took place in yeah. Montclair. The Irish yeah. terrorist who went to Montclair, you know, New Jersey. <laughs> surprise, surprise! The Watch on Watch on Plaza is prominent in that. No way. Uh, yeah. Huh. A lot of uh, films. And it's famous people galore. You mentioned Joe Walsh. I was trying to get to him because yeah. he was huge. Um, the fame in my town right here in Kinalon is one time Bono looked at a house. 
I read that in the newspaper. I read that in the newspaper in the etching. This is another scene I do remember. This God, this is rushing back. I saw this in high school. What the fuck is this guy? These punk kids go to a fancy restaurant, and then the fucking druggie pulls out what is that acid? Right at the table. Right at the table. Show some class. Look, he even says, "What are you doing?" Are they talking French? Yes, because you picked. This is why you didn't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching a French version of this movie. Is there not an I English? I often for- watch. I remember the first time I listened to your show ever, and uh-huh. I follow along on YouTube, and Cam was on, and I was like, "How they're not commenting at all on the film?" No. Because you don't hear the audio. No. Nope. You got to solve that problem. You got to have a small audio feed. I guess it's hard to do with. Talking over it. So wait a minute. Halfway through, half hour into this movie, I finally discovered that this is dubbed in French. I just thought it was like uh, summarization. Better leave it. <laughs> well, leave we, it. well, let's just leave it. I mean, <laughs> this is an early movie with me, uh, an early Luke Perry movie uh, that had sentimental value. That's another thing about Montclair. They don't speak fluent French, conversational French there. <laughs> I know. That's what I really think that's why this movie failed. I mean, you, it goes to Hollywood. <laughs> he doesn't have the budget to subtitle. God, this is, reminds me why the, when we went to the premiere, like I was completely baffled. I don't speak a lick of French. Wow, so this whole afternoon is, uh, I've been showing a movie dubbed in French. A movie shot in my hometown, dubbed in French, and it's different. I just should have been more assertive. I should have been more assertive. You could have, you could have let me know. You know I'm not listening to anything they're saying. I I just incorrectly think that before the show you find the one that you want and you put the link up. Now I realize you're no. putting the link up retroactively on Blogspot. Right. I don't I don't want people to know what the film is. I want to keep it a surprise because otherwise they'll go and they'll say, hey, I'll just go ahead and watch this French film. But but the thing is, but what about people who would get excited to, oh, Spiegelsman's doing, uh, you know, Clash of the Titans? Well, Clash of the Titans is not free on YouTube. No, can, I t- can I mention this scene? I have no idea what they're talking about, but I do know they're in a fancy restaurant. They're all underage. This guy is smoking a cigarette. This woman is wearing... the table. Right, and also does not know how to wear a ring. And then, because he's wearing a, a wedding band on his pinky. And then the woman has a hat on. How rude. Look at the extras. They don't give a shit. They're completely like in another land. I guarantee you, right? Yeah. Jordan said to him, no, no, put your hand up. Put your, no, make the ring prominent. Let the smoke drift. I want to got a diagonal across his face. I'm telling you, Jordan was so... Yeah. He was on. Well, I've seen... There's other, there's other films of his that I believe were... He's made like... A, he has an impressive array of films. He went on to make movies. So, well, I didn't know that. I thought he had... An, a very unimpressive time in Hollywood. I mean, I heard, of course, I was hearing it through Tom Kroll, but oh, listen, I heard that he was, like, working on The Howling 7. So what? Stuff. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm going to have to contact him, and maybe we can uh, watch one of his uh, English films. Uh, That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to click settings. No, there's no closed captioning. We could subtitle it in French, but watch in English. Yeah. Oh, you know what? In the comments are all in French, too. Can anyone send me an English version of Terminal Bliss? This is three, four Wait, months you... ago. I'm looking at the comments of this. There's five comments on YouTube. Uh, 
Nadine Gorez says, Bon Film, B-O-N-F-I-L-M. I don't speak French. I don't know what the French word for good or the French word of film is. Bon it's, Film. Believe it or not, it's not film. Oh, it's not film, isn't it to say? No. Uh, it's Kino, Cinema, and Pelicula. No, that's Spanish, right? Pelicula is Spanish. Pelicula. 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 Oh, oh no! It's, yeah. So this is the thing: is this this scene is like. Yes, he, there's a fight and everything, and clapping. And look at the extras; they're not like. Oh, yeah. What's going on? That is a misstep. That's a misstep. Well, but that's okay. Look at this shot. That's Jordan. You see how the mean guy in the face, and he's in the background. Yeah, and the clown is in the background. He wanted to be Spielberg, but the thing is. This whole movie is like that. Things that happen, like a big fight in the middle of a restaurant and nobody reacts. Stuff like that is all over this film. It's but, I mean, like he nothing. was he was pretty young when he made this film. I mean, I, I can't... Yeah. Yeah. High school. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it, it, you're right. I mean, it's not a criticism. It's not a criticism. Really Honestly, yeah. like, just even watching this in French 30 years after I've seen it, is this kind of can easily be on any kind of streaming service. I mean, it, it's, it would, would match, you know. Oh, yeah. This the amount of crap on that's on TV. Yeah. Yeah, but you need to see it in English to see that it's just not. Yeah, I don't uh, know what they're doing a, on the floor because they've been speaking French. So, wait a minute. They're at the restaurant and the wine cellar of the restaurant and they're fucking? No, no. See, that's the girlfriend and she catches. Oh, her boyfriend, Luke? I thought so, but now I'm confused. Yeah, yeah, that is right. That's right. And she, oh, that was my necklace. You stole this from my mother. <laughs> In French, they call that le boubou. <laughs> le boubou. Wow, hello. So this this is completely accurate when no, it comes to Montclair. This is the sister. Okay. Oh, gross. Luke in... It's not the scene. All right. Luke in the future... Now, the sister has a major crush on... Up oh, there's the other... The older sister, girlfriend... No okay. Thing, has a major crush on Luke. And this is one of the only scenes in the film that sort of, like, would really happen in real life. You know, the younger sister having a crush. So when Luke later in the bathroom starts to come on to her she's all about it you know right and then she finds out that it didn't have friendly intentions and then when luke finishes <laughs> he says that you know the girlfriend's name who he's like had his heart broken by i can't believe i picked the french film i was pretty sure i saw it was full length and uh okay well what we can do is we can look at what happening time frame you're on okay pause it Find the real one and go and, exactly and goes with. Uh, I don't know. I think you know. Maybe we could uh, let's watch the French version, and then before we wrap up the show, I could find the English version and we could go highlight scenes that explain the plot. So we're not giving. Okay. Oh, look at this! It's a gift of. Snake. Uh oh! I got trouble. What time are you on again? I just saw a snake. 36, exactly. 36.03. Oh, 
You're all over this place. You know what? If you're, why don't you go ahead and search? I'll go watch this movie. He's giving her a gift. Okay. And it was I'll a snake. I'll search, and then I've got to come back. To you I'll let you know when to come back. Yeah, no worries. I could do this, fly this solo. Uh, I'm gonna go hang up on Carl if you want to call it in the show. <laughs> oh, this is getting hot. He's zerbertering. Give me a zerbert. This is kind of teenage boys do not know how to seduce women. He's like, oh yeah, it is French. Whoa, this is actually happening. Oh, Carl, you're elsewhere. I get to see the uh, assault. And I think this is out in the... Wow, they're really fighting. I'm not really going to riff on that. There's nobody in this movie. Oh, here's the, the scene. Oh, boy. Carl's not here to help me. Wait, I, I came back... Oh, hi, Carl. So, yeah, Luke Perry is assaulting a woman. He's got her on the ground. Really? Okay. Oh, wow. I had no idea it came this quick. What a jerk. <laughs> the way I remember it is he shows up drunk to a party to try to rekindle with her. She rejects him, and he goes takes her into the bathroom. She escaped. Uh, so maybe he does it again. She just ran so off. So he finishes. Oh, well, then maybe this is a different scene. Maybe this is a more joyful scene. Now we cut to a doctor. It's creepy. Everything's blue. Faces of death. That's a dream. That's what happens when you suntan. High school, that's all I did was lie by my parents' swimming pool. Tan till strange men came. Oh, maybe I this is. I'm not a... finding this in French, but I am finding this really interesting thing. This yeah. is from Jordan Allen, the director who wrote four years ago. In my last year of high school, I was trying to get financing for my first feature film, Terminal Bliss. I cast the then-unknown Sandra Bullock. Wow. She's in this movie? Well, that's what I'm reading. Whoa, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock has a very long film career. I actually heard of an interesting story. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's she's been in a lot of movies pre I guess speed, pre-breakout, love potion number nine. Uh, right, love potion number nine. Was and she was in this uh, one in which it was like a third world country, and uh, yeah, that was called Terminal Bliss. <laughs> so tell me, yeah. so you're reading that Jordan wrote uh, the production notes about this? Uh, I am. Yeah, it so, says. The YouTube queue says Sandra Bullock stars in Terminal Bliss. And four years ago, he posted this. So he posted his own version? Uh, I don't in know English? what to say because it's only three minutes and 52 seconds. Oh, I see. It's clearly Sandra Bullock. And I guess it's, it's, a, it's a slice of. We'll watch that Terminal at the end of this movie. At the end of this French uh, dub film. We'll watch the uh, Sandra Bullock scene that, that Jordan, uh, post, the director, posted himself. Or it'll come up. If you have the autoplay. <laughs> you know, YouTube keeps offering me autoplay, and I'm like, I don't know. Cars 1 and Cars 2 were just disappointing. I don't know if I really want to see another autoplay. 
<laughs> I mean, Carl, like, after, Car- after Cars 2. <laughs> oh, no, Playoff. You know, after Cars 2. I, as I'm searching for an English version, uh-huh. I found um, the scene we were talking about when he was in the school with the teacher. Who was, you said she was glad to get work. Right, right. He goes, fuck you, to the teacher. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess the French translation is lost on me, but that's what we always said in Mokar. <laughs> guess what? Good. I just do not find an English version. Okay, well, you know what? This Obviously, this, this film has uh, significance to us, and it has a lot of buried bitterness that you love to uh, exhume. So, <laughs> And I don't really? have any of the principal players. As a producer of this show, I was super lazy, didn't check on the... Uh, the uh, language. I didn't contact the actual person, but I, I just like, hey, Carl, let's do this movie because <laughs> this That's is a great choice. Yeah, it is what? a good choice. Oh, look at that! They're what eating the New time? Jersey ice cream. Remember that? Oh, you saw them do it. I just saw the ice cream. It's uh, there we go. So you're 38, or where are you? 38. I'm at 41, 22. This this house. Okay, I'm at 41, 21. So I'll be. Behind oh yeah, you're you're. Perry yeah. smoking a Oh, yeah. Now, here comes a shark. Oh, yeah, right. You're two seconds behind. I'm more now. What's your count? Oh, uh, this makes riveting podcasts. 41, 44. Thank you. So, yeah, a lot of these kids are deviant. They're smoking and having brewskis out on the front porch of their parents' house. By the way, I don't see a driveway to this house. He just drove up on the grass. That's another unbelievable thing about this. No one in Montclair spoke fluent French. I mean, not more than, you know, maybe a handful of people. And these are their stories. What's your number now? And don't be frustrated with me. I am not frustrated. 41, 15. Okay, wait. 42. Wait. No, 42. 42, 20. I'm there. Ooh, All right, I'm yeah. there. I'm just one second behind you. Is he like, give me your keys? Let's do a drug count. So how many drugs did we see? We seen weed. We did. We seen we coke. coke. We saw we pills. Did you think that was ecstasy? Um, no, it was. This was pre-ecstasy. It was acid. It was Molly. I had the fortune to do that with Jordan. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Carl. <laughs> Carl, let's keep this friendly. It was thirty years ago. You you did acid with the director of this movie. Michael, how could you say such a thing? I would never. I would only imply that. <laughs> well, what else would you imply about that night? How long did it take? Two days? Were you guys up like two days? It was citric acid. Oh, yeah. It, was, it had a lot of vitamins. Those are sour times. <laughs> right, yeah, that's good. Because uh, it, Flint- it was Flintstone chewables. So yeah, all the high school kids have cars that they get to smoke in. And they're sports cars. Yeah, with vanity plates. So You know, maybe it wasn't unrealistic that he was smoking a cigarette in the restaurant because in our day there were Oh yeah, totally. And New Jersey diners, I mean I remember you were smoking between every course. You get your salad, you get you know, a cup of coffee at the end, your main course, your appetizers, and you would smoke cigarettes in between all of that. Oh, look, the beach house. Remember cigarettes on a plane? Yeah, oh, absolutely. No problem. 
I remember being in an international flight then uh, I was smoking. Is this King's supermarket? Oh, King's in Upper Montclair. Yeah. I don't know. We'll take a look. Uh, but these are 1980 prices. I, I'm fast. I'm always obsessed with supermarket scenes and movies because I'm always looking at the layout and yeah. the boxes and what the prices are. Same thing when yeah. they go to a gas station. I want to know. So this five for a dollar. Yeah, Man. I was watching that Die Hard movie, and yeah. the the cop was gassing up, and it tilted up to the the building, and it said, the, you know, a regular unleaded, ninety eight cents. <laughs> oh. like, Whoa! Yeah, I don't. Movies shouldn't just not show it because they know that if this someone's gonna watch this movie in thirty years and just get jealous. Oh look, they're uh, eating the food. Like they're so such spoiled kids. They're eating the, the food. Right in the. Haven't paid for. Nobody would do that. That's what I'm saying about this whole film. Right. It's like. More Hagen Yeah. Hagen is made in New Jersey. Originally. Oh, yeah. I hear that Hagen is not a foreign word. No, it, they it means. They made it up with the umlauts and. Yeah. They just. Yeah. And it's made in New Jersey. And it's his favorite ice cream. It's a character choice that they're having this conversation outside of. Wow, someone in France was like, I have to do a service. I must do a service. Well, if you start looking for the movie Terminal Bliss with Luke Perry, you find all these other like, little French things. Oh, where? The pool scene. It says La Piscine. I wonder if this was I a guess, cult film in France. That's what I'm saying. Like, So I would say this film is Wait a second. That. You see how there's wine inside? Yeah. Okay, they're not at the grocery anymore. Right? No, they're in the gross. They're in the wine section of the grocery store. They're they're hovering. No, but that's over. not New Jersey. I, you have been away a long time. I mean, we remember we never have had alcohol in a grocery. In the in the mid eighties, there was never. So. Correct. All right. So where are they? Are they at um, Bevco? Bevmo? That place you worked at, the those Indian people. Well, listen, well, I worked. Delivered. I uh, I don't I haven't driven a car in about 25 years, but when I did in high school, I was a liquor in college actually. And when I was I stayed at home for a while, uh, working to make some money. And one of the jobs I had was a liquor delivery man for a couple who uh, opened up a liquor store in Washington Plaza, and they were in direct competition of the liquor store that had been around since the caveman in Washington Plaza. Yeah. And they were a bit shady. It was under it was under the table. It was, you know, it was definitely like a quick thing. But uh, I was just driving. They were kind of they they were definitely quirky. I would say there's a story, and I'm gonna say it's alleged. But the story I heard is that he was very anxious about his competition, and that he went to the bushes across the street from the the other liquor store. You know, the bushes in the uh, little the flag plaza. Well, Eddie. I know your your store. I yeah. know the Flag Plaza and the Bushes. Where was the other liquor store? It was around the corner? Around the corner. Okay, okay. So he spied on them? And some woman thought he was like a perv? <laughs> Called the cops on <laughs> But why? But what would he be? He's a commercially zoned place. He's not staring into a residence. He's not a peep Tom. He's no, like he a, wasn't. He was curious to see who was going into that liquor store. But the way he did it was that he hid. Oh, wait, wait. Here it is. You see? Luke shows up drunk to the party. He's okay. got the big pool party. There's the 
there's the um, sister. I had no idea that there was that earlier scene. Even though I've seen this movie enough times. You see how he's being nice to her? And yeah. she's like into it. This is like one of the only realistic <sighs> emotional... I Look, I told them no parking on the dance floor. <laughs> there's a car right in the middle. <laughs> Sorry, look. He's privileged. He's privileged. He can, he can park on the This dance. is pre-white privilege, privilege right? No. Uh, this is pre-white privilege because there were only white people get privilege, right? There's only white people in this movie, it's, right? It's, that's Jordan. That was Jordan. Did you see him buy the drugs? Right. I remember that. Jordan. I totally remember that. He did a cameo just like a Edgar, uh, Edgar Allan Poe. No. Uh, just like Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, right. Who's the one who always did uh, horror mo- uh, suspenseful horror movies? And he'd say, he was big and fat. He'd go, good evening. Tyler Perry. And he would always do a cameo. He's so famous. What was his? He did the birds. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Keep going. I, I, I want to keep. It's not hitting yet. Poe Edgar. It was uh, Kevin James and Hitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was so endearing at that. Oh, show. yeah. Okay. By the way, he's she's about to be like, screw off, Luke Perry. I don't even like you anymore. And then the poor sister's going to get hers. No, that's not nice to say because that sounds like she deserves it. Uh, the poor sister is going to be a victim. Uh oh. Oh, now you're pissing me off. Time so, for you to leave, buddy. So, this would be the now, plot of the movie is this guy's going to assault her. He's going to go in the pool because Jordan Allen made this and it's obligatory. Somebody's got to get pushed. Well, there is a bad pool. movie rule about people getting pushed in swimming pools. They got to yeah. get pushed. In a movie, if you walk to the edges by the edge of the pool, <laughs> you must get pushed in, right? I'm yeah, not you wrong shouldn't do that. The... Well, there, there, it's it's building. I mean, I don't speak French, but I don't, I don't think what he's saying is polite. Yeah, see. Oh, he punched. He cold cocked him into the pool. And now he has a cold cock because he's in the water. See, the thing is, I don't disrespect Jordan for doing that, you know, because it's cliche and trite. He wants to be Spielberg, and you have to do it. Uh, You know, this is your own opinion. I'm sure the guy's fine. And what happened is, and this is kind of the way this movie goes, is that the extras are just watching. I mean it as a compliment, but yes. (laughs) Oh, here's the sister, right? That's okay. So one time she's at the swimming pool and not wearing a bikini. That bikini was phenomenal. Let me take you inside and get you in warm clothes. Yeah. Attempt to be romantic. Well, which is awkward. If he really is going to assault her, I mean, wouldn't the whole party be like knocking at the door like, hey, what the fuck happened? You know, what's wrong? You could beat the shit out of him? Everyone's like, yeah, whatever. That happened. We're done. So every house has a piano and a swimming pool. Yeah, see, I, I don't think this was in Montclair unless it was up in some hidden Upper Mountain Highland Avenue side street. But it must be shot in New Jersey, right? I mean, it wasn't New maybe, Oh, yeah. yeah. That's this is it. This is it. Oh, boy. This All right. So, trigger alert. I'm going to start making jokes about this, All right? Starting now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got some dry clothes. So that must be her clothes? Her father's, I guess. I don't know. Oh, blood. He did the Kirk feel looking at his blood. 
He's still acting like Kirk. <laughs> so she's trying to help him and he's going to assault her? Cause he's well, feeling... I'm telling you, a lot of this is Jordan saying what to do. You know, like, what is it? So I said he was the one to be like Spielberg, and you were like, that's your opinion. That's, I don't mean it as an insult. I mean it as a compliment. Well, you know, he I, I well, cared about his craft, and he wanted to be the best at it. I need to, to, I need to uh, go out and, and approach him and say, we did one of your movies, and I want to do another one of your films, and I'd love to have you on. And he could give his side of the story. But then he's going to listen to the podcast. He's going right. to hear me. We're stirring a lot of shit. Big We're opinion. stirring a lot of shit at this one. <laughs> oh, he's probably gonna be like, "I'm such a jerk." All right, well, I opened my mouth. I deserve it. Yeah, What's there you go. Happen? Everything I say from now on, I'm saying like Jordan's listening. Oh, it's about time. Good, good for you. Bravo. Slow golf clap for. for... I thought this was just, you no, know, gonna blow over. You're like, no one listens show. to it. That means Remember no one could listen to it. So this is, uh, she's really spilling her guts out. And it's dubbed in French. So uh, you know what? Fuck us, because this film had legs for sure. Ooh, look at that. It's a nice little... She's got two mirrors on that Coke mirror. Why? One to make sure to see this, make sure it went up her nose. You need two Coke <laughs> mirrors. One to put the line and the other one to make sure it goes up there. That's good cinematography. Jordan knows what he's doing. Oh, so you get to this see the exploitation. Do you think it was real Coke or did he use stunt Coke? Um, listen, I just want to say something to the youth listening to this radio show as we're being so flippant and everything. Just don't fall for the illusion of cocaine and marijuana. Oh, it's okay. just a bunch of smoke and mirrors. I do remember that was very exciting. And, you know, he, tongue-in-cheek, his cameo is purchasing drugs. So it's kind of, yeah. 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 Much respect to Jordan. I mean, yeah. I'm thinking, of, oh, this, what, that wasn't the... Are they back in the bathroom? Yeah, the scene. Well, we're not even approaching an hour into this film. I mean, we are, but... It took me a half hour to realize that we're watching a French film, French dub film. <laughs> <laughs> now, the version you have up here is 127. It right, yeah, exactly. Oh, well, actually, okay, okay. 128, because it's 127 and 55 seconds. See how nice it starts, right? You're so cute. I really like you. Even though I had sex with your sister? Right. What They're kind of man up. is that? That uh, you don't want. What kind of uh, I want to be respected? <laughs> well, she's like, yeah. Now it's getting ugly. I don't think she wants this. This bathroom is so big. They have a, not not to change the subject, but they have a rocking well, chair in the bathroom. I. Oh well, wait I a minute. guess that's just. And look how it's a wood floor. Uh, yeah, so this is really so. Okay, this is a rape scene is, right here. I remember this, this scene exactly, like his face and everything. Luke and Perry's face. Say the sister's name. Okay, there's someone knocking at the door, as I recall. Yeah, see, this is dubbed in French, so I can I don't understand the knock knock. He's really raping her, Luke Perry. Look out! Look out! It, it, it's pretend, Michael. Don't forget. Okay. Oh, it is pretend, right? The yeah, actor. Now this is the part of the scene where he's done. He turns to the camera and says, I'm actually Luke Perry. Oh, don't look yourself in the mirror, dude. You did. Well, he's at least going to get three yeah. months in jail for this. 
This is that guy. You heard the story here in, in California about... Uh, oh, I don't even want to talk about it. It's depressing. I and then he's done. did not... So the door, he leaves the door open. Oh, man. Well, I guess like all rich parties might want to... Well, that was pretty nasty, and this is on YouTube. Yeah. Look, did you see how her leg was bent? Yeah. I, I guarantee you that was... This is good. Okay, move to the... Okay, bend your knee. Oh, finally, the cops. Either that... Oh, no, it's not the cops. It's the Burning Man van. Before there was such a... This is a very New Jersey... That's not like a New Jersey car, is it? I guess it's a deadhead well, car. VW... It's a camper van. Right? It's a camper van. Bug, but look at that. It's so funny. With the, he's shirtless with a vest on. That That's a look. With a, bandana, a red bandana around his neck. That's, that's, he doesn't know that's a G-A-Y look, I guess, because it was 80s. Do you remember you'd be watching a movie in the 80s and there was some tough gang? And so they would do that, like put on a bandana around their neck. Oh, yeah. Okay. So funny, they're just so decadent. Just hanging out smoking cigarettes at a party with no parents. Yeah, he, he looks like a deadhead. Like, that's his camper van for the tour. Oh, did he just pull up in it? Yeah. Then you're right. It's, he's, he, it was cast for him. It's he's a deadhead. He's, a, he's an 80s New Jersey deadhead. God bless. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's something that hasn't ever been done. A movie in the setting of, like, touring with the dead. It would have to be in the parking lot of the entire concert or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that would be cool. Like, maybe uh, Johnny Depp has 90 minutes <laughs> to save his son, but Jerry is in the middle of a, an extended jam, and he wants to check it out. <laughs> and he keeps getting distracted. I Need a Miracle, a film by Jordan yeah. Allen. We're going to pitch Jordan. I feel so bad that we, did we take a film. To, to, I haven't seen him since high school. So, Jordan, if you're listening, call the movie I Need a Miracle. It's about a deadhead from the 80s. I was just, I wasn't suggesting Jordan make a movie. I was just saying it as it was Oh, you're saying, now you're saying you don't want him to make films. You suck. Oh. oh, look at this. He just did it to his sister and comes back with the ice cream. Like, everything's There's cool. Wait a second, I thought they split up. I'm going to have to watch this movie again in English. How are you going to get it? So we had a copy, the video cassette copy. And the video cassette copy, we need to talk about the image because it is uh, a brick wall and 80s photoshopped over the brick wall. This is pre-Photoshop. Was a picture of Bruce, uh, Bruce, Luke Perry. And there's a terminal bliss on top. So it was a compiled, I don't know, a picture yeah, of like a, a brick video wall. Editor. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a brick wall, and then on top of the brick wall is Luke Perry hanging out on the wall. There's no brick walls in this movie where Luke Perry hangs out. They completely constructed that image for the box. And I guess this might have a cult thing because you know 90210 is really big. And here's a scene where you know the actor of the car- of Luke, or the the actor from Terminal, uh, from excuse me, Beverly Hills, uh, rapes a woman. You want to see that, right? <laughs> I don't know why you want to see but Only on the weekend. Okay, so Terminal Bliss as a soundtrack. Okay, yeah, you're right. It's him against the brick wall. For seven bucks, you can buy it now for the VHS videotape. 
That's amazing. And, Which yeah, we, that uh, we had that. We had a copy of it at home. I had it for, I had a copy for a long time. They got, my brother had it. No, but I'm saying I, I think I need to buy this because I haven't seen it. Well, it is a VCR. I mean, only old people at this point have, still have them. Oh, Luke Perry Terminal Bliss original glossy photo, and it's him with the snake. Wow. Which scene we've seen. The, you know, the cover from the... Okay, the movie poster original role looks very good. Looks very professional. Yeah. No, this is this is a professional film that someone from our high school made in high school. You know? I'm not... Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's some tension because this guy is trying to get away from what he did at this party. Like he's just hanging out. Oh, boy. Okay, I'm going to buy. <laughs> you, well, you have a first here. Well, you know, that's a redemption. As long as money is going towards something, then all is forgiven. If Jordan comes... I will fly to San Francisco and yeah. have him sign. He's my not box. gonna. I'm gonna call him on the phone. Oh. I'm not gonna ask him to come like over to the station. Like that district where your station is. Yeah. That district is my mission. It's your mission, that district. That district. Terminal okay. mission. All right. You know, look, I love San Francisco. I do. Okay, but I hate Ashbury, man. <laughs> I hate Ashbury. You, yeah. Do you like roads? Yeah, I like roads, but I hate street. <laughs> Wait, no. It, you remember the dead used to be at, at this corner of hate and Ashbury? Yeah, sure. That's a okay, famous intersection. My, you got my pun or you didn't get my pun? No, the hate Ash it's called the hate Ashbury district. I got your pun. I got your pun right here. <laughs> So on that corner of Haight-Ashbury, it's well known now because it has a Ben & Jerry's ice cream shop. I really enjoyed my time in San Francisco both times, and uh, I thank you. Oh, I thank for you for giving me the opportunity to go back to, to have a reason to come back to New Jersey. Yeah, that was great. And I went to your uh, uh, birthday party in, in February, and it was terrific. Was and we actually visited a lot of areas that were just seen in this movie. We went and visited yeah, all... Yeah, we went through Montclair, right. Yeah, and we saw our old rich friends. They're 30 years older, uh, still doing coke, raping people, smoking <laughs> in restaurants, dropping acid. Look, now they're out on a power boat. Yeah, so like, but this looks kind of, oh, bad movie rule, just pushed him in. I can't believe this douchebag, I guess, like, their friends don't, they're all acting like friends, like, didn't word. I, I guess the daughter, the sister didn't say anything. Yeah, but you know this this is not far off because as you know during the, this time there was a big controversy about a rape case that happened in Glen Ridge, which is the town next oh, to yeah. Montclair. Town and of shame. Town of shame. There's a book called uh, something of consent, age consent. Uh, she but, was she was mentally retarded, the woman. Yeah, this happened during the eighties. Uh, she she was raped. Was yeah. it videotaped? Uh, Something no. like that. I don't know the ugly details. Luckily for those motherfuckers, there was no internet back then. Yeah. But what happened they was were... there was a different social network, which was that a lot of kids in the high school knew about this, and kids in my high school in the adjoining town knew about this, and nobody went to the police. Right. The, the, see, the girl just wanted to have friends. I mean, I just a little pathetic. I mean, she just... You know, she was invited to a party, and it was all the popular kids. Weren't they part of the football team or something? Yeah, it was. The, it was the Glen Ridge football team. 
Glenridge High School so football team. She just wanted to be liked. Of course, I'm here. This is hearsay, you know. And so they kept pushing her further and pushing her further. What would she do? And I don't know the details, but it went very far. And they something bad went down. I don't know. Well, yeah, they they did a lot of awful things, and those photographs or some type of thing. But what, what was pertinent. You know, for us was that not only did it happen when we were in high school, but everyone in the high schools knew about it. I, yeah. Except for me, I, I was a couple notches down from everybody. But <laughs> in high school, but you know, it was that was kind of part of the story was that this spread like wildfire in the high schools. So anyway, well, and I think one of the uh, one or more of the kids was son of a police officer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Glenridge High School uh, Police Department, I believe. I remember that. It was, it was a lot of affluent kids. So yeah. this so this isn't too far off the mark. This does happen. And the town was a very affluent town. It was uh, that Tom Cruise came from that town. But it was one of the few towns in America that still had gas-lit uh, lamps in the streets. Yeah, South Orange does. Um, yeah, a bunch of towns do, and not a lot anymore. And Glenridge still does. Yeah. yeah. You see the guy going around filling the, I don't know what to call it, the little tin. Oh, really? Yeah. He's wow. got a big stick and a pole, and there's like a way to go about it. Charm life. <laughs> Listen, Tom Cruise came from Glen Ridge way before he had any success. I mean, that's where he went to high school. So oh, right, of course. Like he was affluent, like affluent people like Tom Cruise are there. Yeah, it's it's interesting when you say so and so is from my hometown. You just don't know the full story. I mean, it's right. Yeah, Buzz Aldrin's from Montclair, so it's Joe Walsh. We can't vouch for Glen Ridge in New Jersey and uh, Tom Cruise, but <laughs> you know, Ooh. Mount Hebron is now. You heard about that, right? Mount Hebron. There's no more Mount Hebron. There's no more Mount Hebron. It's it's Buzz Aldrin's school. Oh, they changed the middle school from Mount Hebron to. Wait a minute. What about the goddess Hebron that no, they created a mount a for? No, it's a mountain in Israel, Mount Hebron. But they say Hebron. So they named the Buzz Aldrin? You know, there was a very funny uh, banner that my friend Patty Way from across the street told me that they had a sign that said, Buzz Aldrin, Montclair's second man on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> um, Buzz Aldrin's great. Yeah, he's from Montclair and 30 Rock. Uh, they insinuate that Liz Lemon's mom dated Buzz Aldrin when they lived in Montclair, New Jersey. They mentioned mm-hmm. Montclair by name again. So Montclair's out there. They had a, a recently there was a famous event in Montclair when uh, Stephen Colbert interviewed John Stewart at the Wellmont Theater, uh, and he discussed how he, you know, his first days at the Daily Show and how everyone treated him badly. Yeah, like you know, there's no. It's not a movie theater today. You know that. The yeah, I understand that. Well, because the, there's a theater in Montclair called uh, the Wellmont, and it was yeah. originally like, I from it was a movie house. When this film came mm-hmm. out that we're watching, there was a movie house called the Wellmont, which had a triple feature, and they would show Cujo and Joy Six and every awful yep. movie, and they showed Caligula from seventy nine, yeah, right. seventy eight to eighty, like for. 54 weeks consecutive and they they were the first movie house to, in Montclair to go from a single screen to a tri, triplex the Claremonts which was the second one showed right. E.T. the extraterrestrial so each of them had their money making film 
that helped them <laughs> <laughs> turn into a triplex. But yeah, there was always stories of the Wellmont. is this beautiful movie house, and they would say, "Well, it was a dance hall back in the '30s. It was a, it was a, uh, you know, a dance uh, place, a dance club." And now they turn into a triplex movie house. And then I heard they completely turn it back into a performance house. Yeah. Is it one one I, stage or three stages? No, it's just one stage. I saw Billy Idol there. Wow. I saw Stone Temple Pilots there. Were they working there? Or they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. saw them. We, I went to the lobby to see Billy Idol. And yeah, Stone yeah. Pilots. And he said fish and, chicken or fish. <laughs> you saw Billy Idol on an airplane. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of exciting. So this film's completely off the rails for me. I think like the fact that the main character raped a woman and, and there's no come up. And... Yeah, see, you won't come. You can't get past that scene that we saw. Yeah, this film's kind of over but for me. But you take stuff like for real or something. Remember, like you said before, this is a kid who was in high school you can see that he's doing his own fantasy. Wouldn't right. it be cool if we had parties and there were no parents? Right, yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Well, you do so, want to... This, this, you can allow, like, you know, we do allow, like, especially melodramatic young adult uh, entertainment to have that element, you know, to have a world with no parents. Because sometimes it's true. I mean, it's true. You, you, you have this uh, complex life that your parents are absent from. I'm just trying to say that I don't think Jordan Allen of today would ever do that scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. think it was a I he, think it was a kid who didn't understand how right. inappropriate. Yeah, absolutely. He hadn't lived a life, let's say. Or, you know. Well, look at the film. I mean, it's all the way far with the drugs and all the way far with oh, we got all this money and right. we're on a speedboat and we got uh, now the That was party, a good shot. Right? It's not like eight to ten people over your house. No, that place was Filled, like with 40, 50, well, 60 that's, people that's all every, around the pool. That's every teen party in movies. There's always like, you know, kids hanging out I'm on the walls. I'm just trying to say that he was doing like, it makes sense that a high school kid did this film, you know. Well, I don't think the people of France knew that this was made by a high school kid because they, you know, it's a cult. It looks like a cult film to me that some guy would post it. Uh <clears throat> So they must have assumed. I mean, you can learn more about it. You know, I've seen more films that Jordan has, and I think they're on YouTube. I'm going to just sincerely watch them. I'm going to check them out, too. Yeah. Twister. Never played Twister with a rapist. Oh, you can't get over it. You cannot get over it. Oh, well, he's good at lacrosse. You're right. I mean, for the sake of the lacrosse team, I'll drop the subject. <laughs> I get you. Oh, Carl, are you saying that I should not bring up his rape because of the lacrosse game coming up? We really I'm need him. That, I'm saying that it was a pretend thing in a movie done by a high school kid. It's like, you know, you got to get past Now you're like, this guy... I hate this movie. Which is funny because I saw this movie as a high school kid myself, and I, it, mm -hmm. I don't, it didn't register because otherwise I didn't say, "Oh, we're gonna watch that uh, that movie." I didn't realize that it had that scene until you brought it up. Jordan Allen is an American professional soccer player who plays midfield for Real Salt Lake Major League Soccer. Just trying to look up where did Jordan Allen end up, and apparently he's younger now, ethnic. <laughs> And on a soccer team. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you sure you didn't look up Alan Jordan by mistake? 
So I guess this movie is about two couple, two teenage couples. Uh, the guy on the left there is the nice guy, and he's right. our hero, and, and he's he likes the one to read. Who really loves the girlfriend? And that's okay? the girlfriend on the other bed. That's right across there. But the thing is that Jordan Allen, I mean, excuse God, me, let it Luke go. Perry. Yes. Luke Perry is his best friend, and he got the girl. You know what I mean? So he's cool about it. But I mean, I'm just remembering this from years ago. I really right. need to see it again. I do too, and I, I will contact, as I've mentioned a hundred times, the director. Don't. Don't. I won't. I, you know what? I changed my mind. Let's just let this thing drop. <laughs> let's let okay, it go. Listen, let's disrupt. Contact him if you want, then... but do me a favor. Uh-huh. Right? Do me a right. solid. Yes. And don't tell him that we already watched it and give him the link to it. Oh, you're right. That's a good idea. stupid mouth. I'm going to put uh, – should I even post this? No, I'm gonna take this. This is no. Do it. You should post it. You, nope. I'm gonna put show. this in the internet uh, memory hole. The the garbage disposal the internet has. <laughs> you know, do you ever hear about the internet garbage disposal? Let's say you yeah. have an embarrassing picture. Or you said something wrong. You just throw it in there. Oh my god! He just took five hits of acid. <laughs> you fucking moron. <laughs> I mean, come on. You don't have to be a high school kid to know that that's just fucking no. baffling. Look, see, here we go. Okay, I think I'm like a couple seconds behind you because he just. Did he yeah. dose one? He dosed five times, and then he threw... Uh, now he's looking at his lacrosse picture. He's going to trip balls, lacrosse balls. Ah, okay. So I'm just... I'm on the field. Yeah, that's what I want to see is a rapist acid dream. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This was a fantasy of a high schooler. Like, what it would be to be cool. I'd take five hits of acid. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb and agree with you that this is a fantastically shot movie. The, yeah. the story the story could you know needs work but I, I think that it definitely shows like a, it's a competent movie yes yeah now, this was made by a guy who knew what he was doing yeah and that's one thing listen when you know Tom no, film yeah, huh? next what you gonna, you gonna bring this up okay bring up the competition yeah okay yeah the competition okay you're uncomfortable with that no 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 go ahead it's, 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 30 it's, years ago two people in high school had a I'll show you fight and they both made a film <laughs> <laughs> okay and, you know yeah uh, it's so funny because if this happened now if we were all kids now it would yeah. be completely monitored uh, documented on social media and then 30 yeah. years from then what does it all mean we have nothing. a document, nothing, <laughs> but it was documented. It would be entertaining. Would it? <laughs> uh, yeah, right, right. Good point, Mike. Yeah. Maybe just to us. Right, like this, like this podcast today. Uh, in 30 yeah. years, I'm going to listen to this and go, oh. No, no, listen, no, look, you're selling yourself short. Listen, I want to say something to all of my listeners, okay? Both of you. <laughs> right. Mike is dedicated and showed up. He called the early got the wrong film up there <laughs> first off i don't have two i don't have two head listeners head. i have one and a half listeners the other listener is agnes t young from two and a half men he's my half listener <laughs> so it's a half? yeah i have two and a half listeners one of them is agnes Listen, t young the, only, the times that i've heard this show has been me catching up uh like two or three times so and, i'm not listening live do I still count as a... No, well, I don't think anyone listener? listens. It's not necessary to listen live. It's necessary to watch the movie while we talk. Because right now, they're on a boat. And there's right. no indication... <laughs> and what, they're going out 
we're professional entertainers and we know our conversation right now meshes perfectly with this boat scene. But if you just listen to the podcast, you probably think that we're just rambling for no reason. Right. If you just heard the podcast, you wouldn't know that Luke is having a heart-to-heart. He stopped rowing. The oars are in the air. Oh, he's rowing again. Well, they're by water, and the laws of this movie is that if two guys are by a body of water, one's going to push the other one into it. Well, there probably will be. I think we're – are we approaching the end here? Let's see. The oh, yeah. Probably will <laughs> I don't be know about a the movie. One – yeah, we got seven minutes left. Something – Oh, no. I pressed a button. What, what time kept you on? Oops. I just hit the spring on my microphone. I love that sound. Well, Carl, I'm uh, rapidly approaching the end. One hour, 17 minutes, and four seconds. One seventeen. Uh, excuse me. Okay, I'm at 117 and 22. Am I? Well, I'm at 117 and 15. Oh, 22, hit pause. I'll let you know when to resume it. Okay, I'm ready for 120. It's uh, 27. 27, okay. No, yeah. 28. 28. 20. All right. Three, two, one, 28. Do it. All right. He's tying a noose. He's going to jerk off underwater while Ottawa. <laughs> oh, don't knock that. Don't knock that. Have well, have you tried you, that? I have, but have you tried it in a lake? Autoerotic asphyxiation when you're underwater. That is fucking awesome. Oh, no, it wasn't autoerotic. It was just uh, asphyxiation. Well, that's the worst Cars movie, the autoerotic one. Not mm-hmm. appropriate for kids. So this is some kind of comeuppance. And look at this. The rain's coming. It looks great. This it's isn't Montclair. No, there's no... This looks like a, a, a summer home anyway. It looks like yeah, the, that's right, that's right. the beach house or the lake yeah, house. He's going to get stuck. He is going to die now. <gasps> Way to ruin it. This is supposed to be a comedy riff show. You're supposed to say, uh, looks like he's uh, head over heel. He's uh, underwater in this scene. This is his acting uh, style, Luke Perry. He's completely underwater. Yeah, there it is. You see, I didn't like this, that it was, a, that it was an accident. Oh, yeah. Another Remember? teen youth. Like, Things need to be intentional and for a reason, not coincidental and accidental. It's a very 70s uh, film aesthetic to have someone just die at the end. And actually, in Do the Right Thing, you know, Radio Rahim, because it builds up to it. it well, that does build up to it. This, there's no Radio Rahim build up in this. No, he died for a reason. Yeah, that was it, it was part of the story. But this Even one is just like, he could have gone down there, everything was fine. But no, he went down there and there was an oop. This is amazing underwater photography. Yeah, see, Jordan was the shit, man. See that how it went? Oh, uh, look. I bet he's going his, like his arms going limp. He came. I mean, he's died. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this gets him back for the rape, in your opinion, right? This is what he deserves. Yes. What a waste now of a life. Now you be happy? Well, so I got to watch a guy rape someone and then drown. Wait, I think maybe the point of this is that he didn't lift a finger to help him. This this actor here, he looks like an actor from the first film I did called The Sender. And the same jacket, just kind of... I don't think this guy went on to be anything. Well, we could check. I'm sure if, if, if people are more than welcome to go to Defender? IMDb. The Sender? That was the film you were in? What's it called? The Sender. How, how awful is that movie sound? It's a man who sends psychic. Psych, I don't. I don't even want to talk about it. Let's watch this movie. 
Okay, well, is it better than 38 Geary? Oh, 38 Geary. Ah. Yeah. I looked up Defender and I see it's a Jeep. The sender, not the Defender. The what? Like I'm mailing you something. I'm sending you something. I'm the sender. That's the name of the movie. Two for the sender, the please. Sender. Hey, you want to go on a date? I really want to get in your pants. Let's go see a movie called The Sender. Yeah, you're not going to get in my pants. 1982 film by Roger Christian. Yeah, he directed Battlefield Earth later. He what? He directed the Dr- movie Battlefield Earth. The John Travolta? Yeah. Okay, if I watch The Sender right now, not right now, will I see you? You might see the actor in this movie that we're, that I'm watching right now. Oh. Looks like the actor. Okay, never mind. Not anyway, so we're going back to the... I'm we're interested at... in Mike Spiegel. Oh, She's no, in no. bed. Okay, good. She's contemplating the death. So how many deaths were there? I mean, that guy clearly tried to kill himself with the well-trotted uh, arm, the poor arm. Now she's depressed. That's my stick. I'm the one who's depressed. Look, look at the my Yeah, arms. I remember you were depressed. I remember when you quit smoking uh-huh. and you got your sense of smell back. Yeah, and man, did I reek of despair. You reeked of despair. I reeked of despair. It was horrible. You really get your sense of smell back when you quit smoking. And I didn't know this, Carl. Boy. But I reek. Of despair. That was all over my coat. I did a comedy competition last night, and he mm-hmm. goes, "He was, uh, how do you want to be brought up?" Usually in competitions, you're, the the host will joke that he has to bring up the same person with the same intro. Right. Uh, but I said, "Just a comedian." He was just a comedian. I go, "Yeah, you don't have to make a joke about it. Put an asterisk after the word comedian. You know, you know, just a comedian. Awesome comedian. Yeah, that would be my asterisk." So he goes, oh, you're first. And I was first doing four minutes in the show. And I knew, wow. I, I, knew I wasn't going to progress, but I didn't really care. I didn't really need to uh, be there all night. But I, uh, I went up and he goes, your comic, the first comic is just a comedian. And now this is where I put an asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, you know, he's awesome. He's awesome. And I went up there and I'm like, first off, like, why does the host, the host asked me for my introduction and that's what he said, but why would a host ask for my introduction at a comedy competition? Had I figured this out, I would have been introduced with, this guy should win. <laughs> All right, so we just, uh, we just had the final helicopter for my friend Joseph Roth. No, yeah, who died? I don't know, but that was 1990, so that was afterwards. Congratulations, Jordan, on this movie, uh, and Brian for producing this movie. Good job, Jordan, seriously. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Someone in our high school made a film, and then we just watched it, dubbed in French. So the whole world has seen this little film, and a lot of it was... Jordan, in case you're listening, stop listening. He's not listening. <laughs> hey, you know what? This is great, because I know he's probably the only one who wants to listen to this show. Frantically listening. Yeah. Okay, well, All right. All right, well, before we get out of here, and <laughs> get out of here, we will. Why don't we go ahead and um, let's listen to, in English, to clips of this movie. Tim Owen? Don't you have to go to 7 Today? o'clock? Uh, it's a two-hour show. Gotcha. 
and then, well, I don't have to go directly. Uh, I, it's it's nice to, to end about 10 minutes early. So Alexis Arquette. Oh, that's who it is. Hey, you know what? You're an asshole. He Alex, just passed away. Alexis Arquette. That's right. So Alexis Arquette just passed away recently. God, I forgot it. That he was in, the, in this movie. So he was the Wait. deadhead. The deadhead was he Alexis died. Yeah. Just recently, the the whole family uh, put out a notice on there. But wait, wait a second. I need to catch up here. The guy who was in the film, who yeah. was the hippie person, yeah. who I said went on to be in other movies. Right. He, he is, just died. He died, yeah. And Brian Cox plays the dream surgeon. I'm wondering if this Brian Cox who produced this movie was the same actor, Brian Cox, the famous veteran actor. Uh, so Alexis, he, uh, she, she uh, actually... Uh, Wait, now you're saying it's a she? Yes. Transition. So it isn't the hippie guy. No, the hippie guy transitioned into a woman, continued to act, and was a, a, a transgender activist, passed away uh, a couple weeks ago. And I completely forgot, and I didn't, it didn't pick up watching this Fred Stubb movie, that that was the same person. It was before the transition, but that's the same uh, person who passed away. So, uh, RIP. Wow, so, wow. yeah. Okay. And um, you know what? And it, yeah, go ahead and uh, type that on the internet. To, I just told you it, but you don't believe me. Go ahead and tell have the anyway. internet what tell is, me. No, no, no. Name? Let the internet teach you. Okay. What's let the, the internet teach you. Oh, God, I didn't realize this. You're so easily offended. No, what's you're easily offended. <laughs> oh, that's telling me. Uh, there's what's a song at the end. Name? What's that? What's his last name? Arquette. Sibling of David, Patricia, and Ro- Roxanne, Rosanna, Rosanna. Holy cow! It's yeah. him as a girl. Well, he transitioned. He's a woman. Yeah. Wow, this movie. Uh, wow. And we're all like, "Oh, Luke Perry's in this movie." That's why it's so cool. So yeah, but. Okay, I did not see Sandra Bullock, did you? Well, we're going to, we're going to, as his credits wrap up, he has the song credit. Here's the soundtrack listening. Well, uh, here she is on Larry King Live. What, what in the world movie was she in? She's in a lot of, oh, she was she in a lot was of movies. In, um, wedding Singer? Wedding? Probably. Wow, she was in the wedding. She really went on to do. Okay, this is the reason I only saw him in two films because he he became a transition into woman. Some sort of he was on pulp. He was in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. As a guy. Keep talking, Carl. Um, I'm sorry. Am I talking? I'm going to mute out. Some people out there, but they're waiting. Did you say keep talking because you're going? He was in a movie called Frisk. Yeah, Frisk. I've seen that. And it's sort of gay. Well, all right. I mean, that's. I know you live in the gay area, but here in gay area, New Jersey, I have to be surprised. All right. So, excuse me. I'm gonna turn this autoplay off. Alexis Arquette. This is really interesting. Too bad she's. Away. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I forgot she was in this movie, to be honest with you. Uh, and I think I did know that recently. All right, so we're going to Terminal Bliss. You said there's a Sandra Bullock thing? 
let's uh, wrap up the show and see if we can f- play some English clips from this movie we just saw. All right, so I see Jordan Allen on his own. Yeah. So we're going to watch uh, uh, Sandra Bullock's Stars in Terminal Bliss. This is from Jordan Allen. Kiss and Tell, he did a movie called Kiss and Tell, The Gentleman Bandit. Jordan's been active. So, you know, I do want to... So Jordan Allen has his own... Uh, I'm surprised he didn't put that movie on there. So here, I just went ahead and started it, and let's see if we could pick it up on the... I have this playing on the podcast. So there's the dream surgeon, Brian Cox. Is that really Brian Cox? So the dream sequence had Sandra Bullock on it? That's her. But they, the scene was... There she is, Sandra Bullock, teenage Sandra Bullock in this movie. Yeah, tonight we'll do some blow. Wow, this is a dialogue. Did you notice her in? No, I don't remember her in this movie, and I just watched this movie. I do remember this song. She's buying. That's her? No. This says the music sounds like blasphemous rumors. You know what? Let's. I would. It is. How funny. Oh, that's her for sure. All right, this is getting a little tiresome. So I just clicked Jordan Allen's description home. Uh, it's all personal stuff. All right, well, that's good to know. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, here we go. Let me check if he has a playlist. Maybe he has some, uh, yeah, liked videos. All right, well, God bless him. He's out there. Uh, so yeah, thank, yeah. Carl, you're out there too. Where can uh, good yeah. people see you so they could uh, run away? Or actually, oh, we're on okay. we're online. Oh yes, let me promote my my twenty minutes of stand up that will happen this <laughs> Thursday. Okay. In Linden, New Jersey, at the Red Robin. This Thursday, uh, uh, it's coming up. So, uh, check it out. September twenty two. Uh, it's eight p.m. I'll probably go on around eight thirty, and tickets are free. All right. Well, there you go. If you're in New Jersey, you have no excuse. Go see Carl. Carl, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Please, please. I would love to have you again. Uh, that sounds great. Okay. And we could definitely watch a film. Jordan Allen, uh, I will contact you. And uh, thanks for being a good support about this, and especially Tom Kroll, I guess, for bringing that up. Yeah. And the audience for sitting through a dumb movie where we <laughs> reminisce about watching it in high school. So I appreciate that. Uh, and uh, follow us on iTunes. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T that's what it's listed under or it's easier to remember let's watch a full length movie on youtube.blogspot.com and one final shout out my brother Adam Spiegelman has a fantastic podcast been going on for six years called Proudly Resents the cult movie podcast and he organized what he called a pod crawl where three podcasts separate podcasts talked about a movie trilogy so the movie trilogy in question was Beverly Hills Cop. Hey, do you remember, did Beverly Hills Cop 1, does it have legs, did Beverly Hills Cop 2? And my brother just issued over the weekend, him and myself discussing the great movie Beverly Hills Cop 3, which is a great movie. Right? Yeah, right? Say it. Tra- Say it. it. It's a great movie, a Beverly Hills Cop. It was an action-adventure film. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. All right, it was a piece of shit. <laughs> 
but uh, <laughs> I love that movie. Carl, thanks so much. Here's the theme song. Thank you, America. Bye. I'll call you, Carl. stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm gonna guess waffles. Yo, that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby! There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again. And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com. That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com. Are you tired? of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> You look like the kind of person who has a sense of humor. Uh, is the radio talking to me? No, I'm on an internet podcast. I'm talking to an internet podcast? Don't be silly. It's a one-way form of communication. But I don't want you to miss out on the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2016 from March 2nd through 6th. And you don't have to. You can buy tickets now on universe.com with 24 national and international visiting comedians and 20 local hosts you won't want to miss a thing what if i can't be at every show don't worry all shows will be available for free download at mutinyradio.fm until the internet falls apart oh podcast god i can't wait to listen to all these great comedy shows and everything else that's cool and muni radio.fm before the internet falls apart 
You too won't want to miss a bit of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival from March 2nd through 6th, 2016. Buy tickets now. Brought to you by Subliminal SF, PBR, The Eagle SF, Brainwash Cafe, Asiento, and the great people at Alta California Botanicals. Have you heard of Subliminal SF? Visual and auditory mind control. Graphic design, physical merchandise, live music promotions. Go www.subliminalsf.com for the most amazing t-shirts you've ever seen. Graphic design for every need and live music promotion. Some of the best bars in San Francisco. That's Subliminal SF, visual and auditory mind control. Go to SubliminalSF.com now. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can lap off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I used to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitative. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead paraffin? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought or two. You know, if you go to joke workshops, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radio. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 
The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk. Come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. Did you know that compact fluorescent light bulbs use 60% less energy than regular light bulbs? And that each one saves about 300 pounds of carbon dioxide a year. If all Americans switched to CFLs, we would save more than 90 billion pounds of carbon dioxide. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Muni Radio in San Francisco. People from all over the Bay Area come to the Lindsay Wildlife Museum to experience close encounters with live wild animals. The museum's living collection features more than 50 species of non-releasable native California animals. Visitors can see and learn about wildlife such as eagles, owls, bobcats, coyotes, reptiles, and other fascinating creatures. The museum's world-renowned Wildlife Rehabilitation Hospital treats more than 5,000 wild animals each year with the goal of returning them to their native habitat. The Lindsay Wildlife Museum is in Walnut Creek. To learn more, visit wildlife-museum.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Oh, man. Do you miss a Mutiny Radio show from your favorite DJ? Did you find out about a guest interviewed on Mutiny Radio a day too late? Are you wishing that you had a time-traveling DeLorean to listen to those shows again? Don't you fret. Simply go to mutinyradio.org and listen to our podcast. Yes, it's that easy. Click on the podcast button and find your favorite show. Heck, click a variety of podcasts for a sample of all of our great programming here at Mutiny Radio. And don't forget to listen to us live on iTunes Radio under the Eclectic section.
Listen in to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. This weekly podcast open mic with a live audience features the best of San Francisco's underground comedy scene. Once a month, the open mic becomes the Mutiny Radio Comedy Showcase, featuring and paying local comics with the take from the door. Free wine is always provided for the audience for a donation of $10 that gets equally divided among comedians and the station because comics should be paid for their art. Hell, go buy a comic a drink just because... just because they're poor and funny. The most badass open mic for over a year and a half, Pam wants you to come inside her clubhouse. Join the fun, be part of the mayhem, or just listen in to the aftermath every Friday from 8 to 11 p.m. until the wheels fall off on Mutiny Radio. <laughs> listen in to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. This weekly podcast open mic with a live audience features the best of San Francisco's underground comedy scene. Once a month, the open mic becomes the Mutiny Radio Comedy Showcase featuring and paying local comics with the take from the door. Free wine is always provided for the audience for a donation of $10 that gets equally divided among comedians and the station because comics should be paid for their art. Hell, go buy a comic a drink just because, just because they're poor and funny. The most badass open mic for over a year and a half, Pam wants you to come inside her clubhouse. Join the fun, be part of the mayhem, or just listen in to the aftermath every Friday from 8 to 11 p.m. until the wheels fall off on Mutiny Radio. People from all over the Bay Area come to the Lindsay Wildlife Museum to experience close encounters with live wild animals. The museum's living collection features more than 50 species of non-releasable native California animals. Visitors can see and learn about wildlife such as eagles, owls, bobcats, coyotes, reptiles, and other fascinating creatures. The museum's world-renowned Wildlife Rehabilitation Hospital treats more than 5,000 wild animals each year with the goal of returning them to their native habitat. The Lindsay Wildlife Museum is in Walnut Creek. To learn more, visit wildlife-museum.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. People from all over the Bay Area come to the Lindsay Wildlife Museum to experience close encounters with live wild animals. The museum's living collection features more than 50 species of non-releasable native California